You're listening to the Self Love Series, brought to you by Sports and Social Mind. For the month of July, we are partnering up with Revive Active, Ireland's leading super supplements, to bring you some incredible conversations with some of Ireland's inspiring female minds. Make sure to keep an eye on our Instagram page over the next couple of weeks as we'll be sharing some great self-care tips and a giveaway you won't want to miss out on. This week, our host Deirdre Carroll is joined by Michelle Crosen, content creator and beauty influencer. Hello! How are you? Make sure you can see me. Yeah, I know, especially like with the sun and everything. I feel like I'm like just shiny and gross. Like it's like I just. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how are you? How are you enjoying the sun? Really good. I'm just finding it a little bit hard. Um, I'm used to aircon when it's hot, so I'm like. Uh, And where's the aircon? It's a bit um, oveny in my house at the moment, but. I know you look fabulous you look gorgeous I think I'm getting some really fortunate lighting from this window I'm actually like I'm not for anything I'm kind of liking it <laughs> yeah so what we'll do is we'll kick off so the self-love series we're all about promoting positivity and uplifting others and empowering women and empowering men and in this all together so let's start off with your kind of journey Michelle and where you where how you got to where you are now So I just moved back from Australia. I was there for about um, eight years. And when I originally got there, I got very sick and I started a written blog. So um, it was just a way of kind of like passing the time. I've had a job since I was like a young teenager. So just sitting in a hospital bed was just not an option. I was like, I needed something to um, get the creative juices flowing. And yeah, I just started a written blog when I found a load of girls talking about makeup. (laughs) <laughs> and like I like makeup too and um it kind of just went from there and now eight years later I'm still online <laughs> and tell me so you moved over to so you're living in Ireland and then you just moved over to Australia and did you start up your blog because you were looking to meet new people or was it just a kind of a hobby you know what inspired you to, to start the blog and put yourself out there well to be honest it was kind of um I didn't really think much about why I was doing it. It was, it was more so to fulfill like a creative need. I was so bored and my little sister actually sent me um, a link to a video and it was Jenna Marvel's drunk makeup tutorial, believe it or not. And then (laughs) there was lots of makeup videos and I I kind of found makeup YouTubers and then their blogs like back then way back when, when the dinosaurs were in, <laughs> in and everyone had like a written blog. So I was like, I'll start there. This will be fun. I'll be able to meet new people that are like-minded. And at the time I wasn't just sick. I was also very new to the area I was in, in Australia. And my partner at the time was working quite far away from me. So I was essentially like just by myself in a country on the other side of the world, um, being diagnosed with a chronic illness. So it was, I needed to fill my brain with something that wasn't worry. Mm-hmm. And thinking that I was so alone. And I found lots of little internet friends. And I was never really an internet person. I was never really someone who read blogs, watched videos. Um, I probably had Facebook, not even Twitter. Um, so to teach myself how to like build a blog through um, coding and stuff. And I was using... Wait, coding? Yeah, like through no blogs. Way. Like enter coding to get a certain color. Like it was way back when. <laughs> 
<laughs> so all of that just really filled up my time and my brain. And then as I started to post, like to this day, I still remember, and I still follow her, the first girl who commented on my blog and followed her on Instagram. And it's, it's just been kind of a blur since then. Yeah, it was, it, honestly, I never thought that this was going to happen. With my following, it was just me trying to find something to do and trying to find like-minded people at a really lonely and weird time in my life. Mm -hmm. And like when you started, so you were in a completely different area, you were in a different kind of energy, different bubble. Do you think you would have started at home or do you think because you were in a new area, you're just like, right, I'm just gonna do it. You know, what pushed you as much? Like if you were at home, would you think you would have started? I know you have a really cool story and I wanna get into it about like how it all came out at home and everything. But mm -hmm. you know, had about that a bit like in Australia and the different environment and that kind of a way. Well, I think as much as I was lonely, the anonymity of it all was kind of what allowed me to do this because I didn't really have anyone around me uh, to worry about. And um, I told my partner at the time and he was like, yeah, do it. Anything that like you enjoy, go do it. Um, excited about something. But I didn't tell anyone except my little sister, I think. And one friend back home, I think, for a very long time. I hid it from my flatmates. Don't know how. Oh I from doing anything or anything? No, your flatmates. A package from Benefit Cosmetics one day, and the girls were like, "What's this?" And my blog name was on the post. No way. That, and I was so embarrassed. It's oh. so I'm so proud of what I do now and what I've done with nothing. But back then, it was just this huge shameful secret that I was like doing this weird internet thing that nobody knew. Whereas now I think you say YouTube or blog, like everybody knows exactly what you're talking about. And they think it's really cool. Whereas back then it was so weird. And um, yeah, so I didn't tell anyone for a very long time. And I specifically hid what I was doing from people back home out of pure embarrassment and pure, I guess it's an insecurity in yourself. Um, I'm 32 now, I'm very different. But back then I didn't have the confidence to just be like, this is what I'm doing and I really enjoy it and I'm really proud of it. I just yeah. want nobody to see it. I just hid it from everyone. And I don't think I would have done it if I had actually been at home in Ireland. Wow, and it's kind of the way you say it. it's like a journey of probably with yourself and getting comfortable and putting yourself in kind of different situations, getting out of your comfort zone. And like you say now that you're so different than you were back then and the things that would have bothered you then, don't know, and do you think, you got to that because you just kind of just went out of your comfort zone and each kind of got over all these fears like absolutely it's so funny you say that because I was actually chatting to a friend about this the other day when I originally moved to Australia I was afraid of like everything I don't even know how I got there mm -hmm. I was of flying I was afraid of the dark I got there with um prescription medication from my doctor that's how I was able to get on the flight I was yeah. afraid of everything I was afraid of anything that would put myself out there. And I had made some like risky decisions in my life with travel and stuff, but I was still very sheltered and very like immature in the grand scheme of things. But by putting myself out on the internet and exposing myself to so many different types of people and cultures, and not everybody is going to just pat you on the back and give you a gold star. It actually helped me overcome so many fears. I overcame my fear of flying through blogging because it was, do you want to go to Fashion Week in New York or do you want to stay at home? Fashion Week in New York, please. <laughs> please. I kept doing it until 
it wasn't scary anymore. And that's basically like my whole career, whether it was the blogging, I kept doing it until I wasn't scared anymore. I kept okay. doing everything until it just wasn't terrifying. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, it's interesting. I guess like, what is the fear? So putting it out there, it's probably the hate and it's people's opinions and stuff. And I know Michelle and I had a conversation obviously before our live time. We kind of spoke about that and you were saying that you've done a lot of studying to understand where it all comes from. So like, what would you say to someone who was starting off, you know, and that's the fear, okay, it's the hate you're gonna get or the, the thoughts or whatever. What would you say like about those people? What would be your words of wisdom, I guess, from, from being in the industry? Well, like to start with, I think what it comes from is that sheer fear of judgment, which actually I think is quite a cultural thing. Yeah, um, In Ireland, we tend, tend to be a little bit more bashful and a little bit more um, like, we, we keep ourselves small so as not to um, embarrass ourselves. And it's something that we don't even realize that we do. But when you move abroad, you see people putting themselves out there in such extremes that you start to become more comfortable with the more eccentric or unusual parts of yourself. And I feel like that's kind of where it started for me. I was able to kind of take a step back and be like, oh, this is something that would embarrass me or people judging me would embarrass me um, where, when I started off. But as you become such a, um, a big part of the, like, the movement online of the beauty community and how it started and where it ends up, you realize throughout all that that how you feel about yourself and how you maybe used to respond to girls you know back day you can kind of say oh I know that was from a place of insecurity a place of jealousy, a place of um not jealousy in the sense of I want to look like that person but oh they're doing something that I don't have the balls to do um so as I recognized that in people who gave me hate online and as I grew up mm -hmm. and kind of got deeper into like the psychology of why people are nasty online I overcame my fear of everything because I realized that none of it was ever about me okay anytime okay. actually expresses um hatred towards me or judges me based on my looks or something it it's never about me and they won't remember me tomorrow often it's, it's yeah, yeah. it resonates within them mm -hmm struggling with something that they haven't quite um smoothed out in their own issues so okay. when you get to that point you don't care what the people back home think anymore you don't care what the haters think about you know think anymore you don't care about the judgment anymore when you become comfortable with the fact that like you're putting yourself out there and if people have an issue with that it's usually an issue in themselves it's never truly about you yeah that's interesting so you know when you say because I think that is always a fear for everything. It's, oh my God, okay, what are these people going to say about me? And it's the same. You could even put up an Instagram post and it's, oh my God, is this too? Is this too? Or whatever and whatever. And sometimes, you know, you know, when you're in circles and it can be really negative and it can be really toxic energy and it's, okay, so where is this coming from? Like, you know, like you can be around circles with girls or what, or lads, you know, whatever. And you could be kind of speaking really negatively towards people and about people. And like, why do we do that? Do you know why? Um you've studied this you've looked into it and I guess curiosity really as well yeah I've always been interested in psychology but also just to kind of understand um like in in saying that people do that like I've done that I've been a younger girl and a more beautiful girl has walked into the room and I've been like oh, loves herself you know when <laughs> I tell us like that's clearly all it's about but 
it's your, uh, it's ingrained into you, whether it's culturally or through the people you're surrounded by, to mm -hmm. take that down a notch to make you feel better, even though you don't realize you're doing it. And I think that's what um, also has made it easier for me is that most people don't realize they're doing it. They don't really think what they're doing. Um, they, they're just reacting how they've been brought up to react. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's, it's a difficult one, but I found that like, the less time you spend with people who instantly judge people, the more you notice it when you go back then and you're around those kind of people and you realize how much you've changed and how much more positive you've become. Um, I didn't realize how much I'd grown until I ended up back in circumstances that I had originally come from. And that's not necessarily just like Ireland or like people, it's, it's anything. And it's not until you're offered that contrast of, oh my God, I used to be this person. I used to say these things. I used to feel this way. That you realize where you've come and where all of those deep insecurities used to be rooted. And you're like, God, I can't believe I was that person. Like we all have to work through those things. I actually feel more sorry for people who are nasty online really? than I because they're to be pitied. Like it, it doesn't feel good to be jealous of someone else. It doesn't feel good to constantly want other people to not do well. That means that you're missing something. It's, it's definitely a, like a you issue, not a person, the person you're judging's issue. Yeah, and if there's anything I'm taking from everything you're saying, which is amazing, and the really good words of wisdom, it's if we do ever, you know, pass judgment or, you know, make an ass like to kind of take a reflection moment and say, okay, hold on a second, like, what is it that I'm jealous of? Or what is it that this person has that I love to have? Or, you know, what is it? And I think that's really important what you're saying, that we should acknowledge it and see that there, it's, it's not just that this person is whatever. It's okay, well, why are you saying that comment? Like, that's not really okay. Like, it's not. And I see just see Ross said hello and somebody's saying they're like, yes, let's celebrate each other, the uniqueness and beauty of, of each other. And I think that's so important. And while you're saying, I love the way, Michelle, you've really put yourself out there. You've done really well. You didn't even speaking you didn't have like comforts of people uplifting you like you went out on your own and you just did it and then you were spotted do you know what I mean as well in that kind of a way and now if you look at your feed like I really enjoy your feed because I think in Instagram you could end up looking at a really positive or no sorry negative and toxic kind of posts all the time or stuff where you'd be comparing yourself to others something where you post like really uplifting quotes and really uplifting kind of content and video and it's it, it it's very apparent that you kind of surround yourself in this energy and this positivity and it's what you spend your time doing and that's obviously why you are so mindful of others and yourself and how you got your own success as well you know in that kind of a way like it is very, yeah. very and you're very honest as well in your blog like um I've said, yeah. <laughs> no but it's good and that's probably why you've such a good following as well because people can really relate to you. You know what I mean? Like you're following someone because it's almost like their friend. Was there any video that you put up that you were, you were really scared about or you were really worried, you know, the, one of the, like a really honest kind of video? You know what's funny? Like when you look back, the video that you're most scared to post always does the best. And the really? video you're excited about, you're like, this is going to do amazing. They never really do as well. And I posted a video um, called How to Be Happy years ago, literally like seven years ago now. And I just wanted to, I was, I was diagnosed with depression and I was going through um, a bad period in my life, but I was on the way out of it. And I had learned some really new tools to me anyway, um, and how to deal with it, even though I had been dealing with like mental health issues and anxiety since I was a teenager. But in 
like my mid twenties, I had found all of these new coping mechanisms. And I just really felt like this intuition to share it being like, mm -hmm. so these are very like generic pieces of advice that of advice that I had heard online. Somebody's going to get something from this. And honestly, I think it was like a turning point in my career when I posted that video and shared all of that insight because people saw me in such a different light after that. I'd always been quite like open and honest in myself, but I think showing your vulnerability and saying, look, I'm still dealing with this and I'm still getting through this, but if this can help you, this information, here it is. If you want to ask me a question, come to me. It really changes how people see you. It changes the nature of what you're doing online. It's it's no longer about makeup. It's about a person using creative things to cope. And you can just connect with people on a different level. And I, I was super scared to share that video and post it. But from the second that I posted it, I feel like it just changed my entire life. I just feel like it... it yeah, I feel like it just, even my clients, everybody looked at me differently in a way that was no longer, oh, you're another up and coming beauty blogger. I was, I all of a sudden was a person with feelings and a name and I, I just had such a, such a bigger identity to me. It's really hard to describe. Um, yeah, that's what I was most scared to share. But honestly, the thing you're most scared to share, the picture you're most scared to share, it always has the deepest impact because fear means that it it means something to you yeah i think that's so interesting that just when you were saying that that your clients like change your perspective and it's so easy to to look at people when they share themselves online and they have a blog that it's just all oh, that person that person but there's more it's a person with feelings and it's a person with a family and it's a person there's a lot more to that person you know and i just think that's a really important point to put out there that it's not you know we shouldn't be tearing again other people down. We should be uplifting. And even if we don't know the person and maybe we're a bit jealous or this person or something we don't have, like we should be celebrating others and uplifting others. And and it just, inter it really interests me there, the fact that you said that your clients were different to you. You know, it just totally, that, that shocks me. They're also like, they deal with you on, when you originally start and you don't know them as people, I ended up very good friends with so many of my clients because um, I'm a lot older than people think I am. And some of my clients, <laughs> would be older than even or they'd be my age when a lot of girls online would be very young so we'd actually gel on like so many life experiences um that they wouldn't have expected to because they thought I was maybe in my early 20s or something that I wasn't but yeah. I found and I posted that um and then I would go on business meetings they would be like oh my god like I really got so much from that video and it made, wow. me, made me realize that this whole online thing it's not really about the makeup and I felt like it was a turning point even in the people who hired me because the clients and the brands who are the clients and brands you want to work with that yeah. are after numbers and want someone who's empowering to their audiences and has been through life things they yeah. noticed me more and they wanted to work with me more not because of numbers but because of exactly who I was which is rare because everyone these days just blends into each other online and it's like who's got the engagement who's got the numbers to stand out specifically for being who you are is sort of a gift because people just treat you quite differently then wow yeah yeah it, it makes so much sense it's so, so sorry just even a comment there is just coming since the beginning michelle has always stayed true to herself i think that's obviously a credit to you michelle that that's coming in as well and Great. just 
and the fact even you had come from like beauty and now you're just uplifting and positive and it's it's different and it must have been can I actually ask you this um you moved home from Australia during the middle of the pandemic or at the start of the pandemic wasn't it and and how did you find that I know just a lot of maybe a lot of our viewers could be the, in the same boat I think it's really interesting a lot of people had to come home and um, because of the pandemic especially in Australia didn't know borders it's still a lot of people over there can't get home and being away from their family how did you find moving home and changing your environment then well I my situation is quite unusual because I didn't move home because of the pandemic but I got a week before lockdown hit. So I came home not really knowing why I was coming home. I just knew I needed a change. I'd had some pretty traumatic things happen in my life the year and the year before previous. Um, I won't go into detail because we haven't done a trigger warning or anything, but just some really like life altering kind of traumatic things. And I just knew I needed to go home and like sleep for a month. And my family were quite shocked because they were like, She's the one that's never coming home. But I was just coming home for a respite and then lockdown happened. So it was like extra, extra, <laughs> extra rest that turned into <laughs> a year. So it wasn't what I, um, what I wanted. Um, okay. Might have been what I needed in a sense to take a step back. Um, it's very easy to get, get caught up in social media and everything and not take that break. But yeah. with lockdown, it forced me to take that break but I've definitely had my ups and downs throughout it. Mm -hmm. More downs than ups. I found it extremely difficult. I've never been in a position where, like I, I left home at 17 and now I'm 32. And Wow, completely different then. Like it's like, like it what? For like a few weeks at a time. I think I was only home three times in eight years from Australia. No way. But oh. I'm not a super big home bird. I was, yeah. So I've never had to like just be, back home for very long and I'm so used to um just getting up and going and taking off and getting on a plane whenever I want mm -hmm. so the control that lockdown placed on me yeah and not being able to just get up and go and be independent but not even see like my friends that I went to school with um or my extended family that I was excited to see when I came home you know the first week I was here I was just kind of resting mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with my aunts and uncles after that lockdown hits they're in different counties there's nothing yeah so it was a new level of like isolation that I just I just couldn't get used to and I feel like it might have been one of the more low times in my life I just couldn't adapt I could not adapt because it wasn't just staying at home this wasn't my home yes it's my home place that I grew up but my entire life for the last 10 years has been abroad and I come and I'm excited to see friends and family and that's taken away from me as well I yeah. felt in a prison sentence like just completely locked down and then the stress and the worry of um I have a chronic illness so I can be high risk my mom as well my dad high risk it was just these new levels of I'd spent all these years away from home mm -hmm. and you do worry that something might happen to somebody or yeah. you home for something but there's nothing worse than being here, mm -hmm. still not being able to be there. Yeah. That, so I'm not probably not the best person to ask like about how lockdown went. I feel like I've come out of it a better person because it made me reflect and get into like a deeply pensive mode about who I am when you strip everything away. Like yeah. you really 
about who you are and, and how strong you are or how weak you are, I guess, as well. Um, it was one of the most challenging like mental health times of my life, but I feel like I've learned a lot from it. I just don't know if I'd be the best person to give like lots of advice on it. You just have to get comfortable in that uncomfortableness of sitting and waiting and not being certain of what's happening next. And that's, that's literally just by being patient. And yeah. patience isn't something that comes easy to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually really impatient as well, so I totally get it. <laughs> I'm probably the worst person in the world. I'm just gonna take a quick little drink. I'm like, so I know, I actually think the same, this heat, it's like, oh. Oh my goodness. But yeah, it's so lovely. It's actually the worst. Being Sorry. stuck here or being stuck here. Like, I think there's no good way to go through this pandemic. It is something that we've never experienced before. And everyone is just doing their best. And you cannot beat yourself up for that. You just have to roll with the punches and be nice to yourself and be patient, even if you're not that good at either of those things. <laughs> better than you think you are you know we do we always go really hard on ourselves and we're very quick to point out all of our flaws and that's I'm sure you're actually not that impatient <laughs> I'm quite bad but I think <laughs> patience you know like um a forced lesson in patience. <laughs> and um Michelle if you could have like any pre-pandemic like bit of advice you could have given yourself what would it be just one snippet one bit of advice Honestly, like just going even back to that point is just get, be okay with being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person who is always proactive on fixing everything that I want better in my life. And that served me really well. I've always ended up getting what I wanted in life and achieving the things I've wanted. Mm -hmm. When I'm not doing those things, who am I? When I'm not always going to the next thing um, trying to be better and better and better who am I and getting okay with not being super productive and getting okay with just allowing yourself to be that's what I would go back and kind of say to myself is stop pushing against the forced rest actually with it and learn to stop because social media makes us feel like we should all be on some sort of a 5 a.m. routine and if you're in lockdown you need to come out the best version of yourself and like totally totally you're like I'm not at the gym and everyone's at the gym at five o'clock in the morning oh my god <laughs> I need to learn three languages and I'm like I was kind of like that at the start too yeah 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 yeah. my life like that as well like oh this is a chance to do xyz mm -hmm. you need to be okay with doing nothing yeah and, and that's a skill in itself to and that's be okay doing right but this is kind of like your physical environment has been forced into that meditation as well. You don't have to just stop your mind. You actually have to stop everything. And mm -hmm. we're all so used to filling our lives with um, our Google calendars being full and scrolling and liking that you just sit. Yeah. It's so hard for everyone. And I think we've seen even like a lot of relationships break up. People realize now that I'm left to sit at home with my partner, I don't think we're actually that well suited because you were too busy to really speak to each other and notice. Or you see people who they didn't know if they were with the one and they're like, oh my God, I need to marry this woman. I've been in lockdown with her for six months and she's amazing. Yeah. Really big life-changing things come out of it just mm -hmm. by with the being uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable 
but just stick with it and you'll probably get answers to some like big questions and like deep thoughts that you've needed answers from. Yeah, it's so interesting. Now I was actually chatting to my friends about this uh, recently we were saying that it was really overwhelming coming straight out of a lockdown because there were so many people that you wanted to see and then obviously Delta and everything and I felt like the calendar was just filled, 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 filled and too like, much. Yeah, way too much. And and one of my friends said that to me. So she said, I said to myself, I'm not going back to the way I was in life like before. And she's like, and I can see it creeping up and happening again. And then you just need to stop. Like it is. And I know there's a comment after coming in saying, I think lockdown forced us all to slow down. Maybe for some of us it was needed. And I 100% agree with that. Like 100%. Say no. Like you don't need to go to every event. You don't need to go to the opening of every tin of beans. You don't need to go to Sally's Hamster's Neighbours baby shower. <laughs> we're all people pleasers that's a problem it's okay to say no and that's actually a skill I learned by living abroad I've had to miss weddings and baby showers and all of that all the ones I wanted to go to yeah I couldn't have been bothered about so I've, I've gotten really good at saying no to like events and that and I didn't want to come out of lockdown being like at the at the start I was like if somebody was like playing the spoons under a bridge I'd go right now like I'll go to anything I just want to get out of the house yeah 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 of lockdown I was like no I'm I'm not going to go back into that oh just because there's something to do I have to do it mm-hmm. not having FOMO about everything it's like what are you missing out on because then when you're there you just want to go home and watch Netflix yeah like say yes to the things that you really want to do with the people you really want to do it with curate your circle a bit more stop just being a yes person and you, you end up on a Sunday so tired and hungover because you went to something that you weren't really that bothered about. Just go to the things you're excited about, hang out with the people that you were really missing mm-hmm. and curate your experience a bit more and stop stressing yourself out for all these events that nobody will remember tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> and like, I guess in that way, like prioritizing, okay, what is actually, what do I really want to go to like this one? Like what do I really <laughs> Yeah. And so one thing I, just because you're like, obviously OG influencer, OG on YouTube, um, what piece of advice would you give to the younger generation starting off in social media? And this, this online world, I guess we say social media, but online world and platform, like what bit of advice would you, would you give to the younger generation now? That's such a hard one because I feel like there's just so much I've learned. But the one thing I always come back to is that don't forget that it's all bullshit. Yeah, yeah, like, like people, even the people who are being absolutely themselves online, yeah. sit at home looking like absolute crap. <laughs> Everybody gets their period. Every like, Beyonce gets cheated on. Everybody is normal. There yeah. is nobody that is above all of the human things. Whether that's getting the coronavirus, you can be a bajillionaire and get it and die. Whether it's like racism, anything like. Everybody, no matter how many followers you have, is being battered with the same, you know, sticks in life as you were. And a lot of it is a highlight reel. You know, you're showing the best bits, but what's one photograph in 24 hours? It is literally like a millisecond. And you can be dying on the inside and make yourself look really pretty. Like it's all bullshit. And you just need to remember that even when you look at yourself in pictures remember what you really look like and what you really are in the morning and don't try to keep being the version of you you present either yeah that's my best self 
but it's not my everyday self either. You just need to remember it's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so interesting. I think that's such a good point as well. And I'd say there's something that you kind of really, I guess, learned over the years. And you know, we're going to time and I'm just having so much fun chatting to Michelle. I'm like taking it all in. Okay, one more, one more question, okay? And it's just um, in one or two sentences, what does self-love mean to you? Gosh, it's funny like how the pandemic has really brought it home, but you have to be okay with yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to, when you lay your head down at night and even your partner is asleep beside you, are you happy in that head? Are you okay if you just had to spend the rest of your life with you, with your thoughts? You need to be okay with you. And mm -hmm. with you, don't drag partners and people and everything into it. Get okay with yourself and everything will work out. <laughs> Amazing. Michelle, thank you so much. I had like the best evening ever. This I really, really enjoyed it. It was so lovely to meet you. Really good, lovely, uplifting conversation. So thank you so much. Honestly, it was really nice. I hope you enjoyed it too. <laughs> Talk to you all day. We'll have to get wine. I know. Oh, 100%. Oh, that's happening now. Like. <laughs> um, thanks so much to everyone as well for joining us um, for the Self Love series today. Again, it's with July, so we're in collaboration with Revive Active as well. So keep an eye on the Instagram for some good self love um, posts and as well for a competition that's on its way as well. And look at Michelle Carlson's Instagram because it's amazing and everyone needs to follow. Thank you. <laughs> um, so thank you so much. Have a lovely evening. Talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>